Yeah, Blue Coyote Podcast, March Davis. Yes, sir. Back in here. I think it was it was a while ago now, like the middle of the summer when we all got together. When we did the first one? Yeah. Yeah, it was, um, yeah, I want to say like June almost, maybe? Yeah, right, Something like a like while. Yeah. yeah, I was definitely, I was still 20, I wasn't working. Yeah, it was, um, oh, you just had a birthday? Yeah, I had a, well, in July, at the end oh, of July, I turned sure. 21. Happy birthday, bro. Oh, thank you, man. Well, that's a big age. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. a good one. It is, for sure, man. Yeah, brother, and we got into, we got into a lot back with um with the guys old 2112 yep ian and love yeah um yeah and i got a chance um you know since a couple weeks ago we planned you're gonna come through we're gonna do this and i got just like a little bit more homework you know um (laughs) yeah man like i read some like articles some stuff that like you know of yours on the internet Mm -hmm. um yeah and it's like you know i've heard you speak on like certain things like the kind of like, oh, when did you switch from, you know, Nephi to March Davis? Mm-hmm. And like, what are you making and this and that? But um, through like looking back, you know, some of that stuff is like years ago. Like, mm-hmm. uh, see, I got like, you know, 2017 and even before you're doing music. So mm-hmm. like, you know, and on this podcast, you, I like to get into what is it? What we're doing is trying to like inspire the other people out there who are, you know, those things that get in your way, just trying to like live off that passion. So, you know. Like, what I want to hear, like, what I'd like to hear you speak on is, like, what is it meant for you from there, bro? Like, Yeah, I mean, um, it was definitely, like, well, when we we started putting music, like, really heavily putting music and putting videos um, on the internet in, like, 2010. And at that time, dude, like, no one was doing it. Like, Like, literally, like, no one had, like high definition videos like no one had like mix and mastered like music like not not like i don't even want to say locally dude it was like new england didn't have it like yeah. there was only a few people it was like us and like cam beacons i don't know if you know who that is like mm. it was like literally i listened like, we to your the, song with him the other night yeah. yeah no he's he's fire but like there's literally like a few of us like doing it and i feel like that was a huge part of like our initial like success was just sort of like kind of like pie just like being pioneers of, of something rather yeah um but yeah i mean just being from vermont in general dude is like you it's like i had to take all the bumps and bruises you know what i'm saying like especially just being like white yeah like you know, yeah like for real like um but that shit made me like tougher honestly i'm sure you know what yeah. i mean like um and it's also like a cool thing because it's like it makes acceptance a little harder but once you gain it it's like you're stamped like if you yeah. can get past the like being a white rapper from Vermont, bro, like you can, you you know what yeah. I mean. Once you jump that hurdle, you can like keep going and do it. Yeah, man. If it wasn't for you know, then when you know I was speaking on when I started, and I felt some of that, and it was guys like you who really kind of blazed, especially in this area. You know, I'm from Northfield. You're from Brattleboro, mm-hmm. so it's like yep. definitely those doors get open, and because you had to take those ass beatings, like yeah. it really yeah. opens it up for the rest of us. Yeah, it really just comes down to, like, it's, like, nothing, like, if you really love doing something, like, you would, like, die for it, you know what I'm right. saying? So there's nothing anybody can do or say to, like, make me feel like this, like, music isn't, or, like, rapping or whatever, like, isn't what I should be doing. Like, no one can tell me yeah. anything about that. Like, it might be ignorance, but it's bliss, you no, know? Like, no, there's, um, art is art, you know, who's to say, Yeah. you know, not, you know, just, like, uh, not to say somebody, and I think with that being said, you know, it goes into the uh, the other kind of thought that you shouldn't do it because you want clout, quote unquote, or to 
earn money from it. You know, it has to be, I think, to really, to make it or just to get fulfillment from it, you have to have that passion of mm-hmm. like, hey, I'd be doing this if I didn't get paid. I'll keep doing this mm-hmm. even if I'm taking shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, also too, like as a side note, <clears throat> you know, it's, it's important to recognize that like the game in general was at a much different spot in the early like 2010s you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. we were still coming off of like that whole like you know 80s 90s early 2000 mentality of like you know street credibility and like what city are you from now music's in a super cool place where it's like bro like rappers from like alaska and like or like you know like whatever like what's that uh young lean you know young Lean. i haven't heard him yet no he's like from like I don't even know where he's from like Switzerland or something bro like it's just crazy like we've we've which I'm thankful for that like, we've stepped out of that whole realm of like well where are you from like yeah what city are you from like what's your city about and stuff and now it's just like the internet has made everything so universal so I think we dealt with a lot of that in the beginning you know but it's like over the years it's lightened up so it's just kind of like allowed us to keep opening doors yeah so and hip-hop and you can hear that in the music when I listen 100%. yeah like 100%. um the first that uh when we were talking about um I don't know, I might have been before I hit record, but uh, when I came through the first night in the Brattleboro show, mm-hmm. um, you were, you know, I was like 2018, so you were at that point, like I heard you perform songs like uh, Auto mm-hmm. and um, stuff like that. Yep. But um, then, you know, going back and doing my homework and stuff and listening to your, the Neffy songs, mm-hmm. what you were talking about was like that 80s, 90s style, like I can hear that when it was way back when songs like yeah. No Handouts and kind of like yeah, the, yeah. the lyrical that yeah. flow that's well it's like yeah things are just things are changing just like rapidly like right now like dude a mainstream like rap album right now sounds like an R&B album exactly 10 years ago a rap album sounded like a rap album yeah know? so it's, it's all just changed you know but I'm thankful for it because I was doing like the melodic thing for like I, was, I had been doing the melodic thing forever like pretty much um, since I started making music but people weren't ready for that you know so yeah. at first like I kind of had to like stop doing it and like do the rapping thing just to sort of like get the attention but now that it's like swing back around i'm like all right cool like yeah. it's time to like bring this back you can um you can do both man like uh yeah no totally yeah like drake um, like drake like drake's sure. a really good example yeah. of that um you have a unique sound too kind of appreciate um, it yeah dude for sure i was um you know with any kind of music especially hip-hop like i'm guilty of this people not really guilty but like I try to like keep my mind open and play different things because you kind of get like your playlist or you know what you like from a certain artist and you kind of stick to listening to that like you, like abuse it yeah right and like um and so like I say I'm like getting ready for this and I'm like all right I'll listen to you know some March Davis this and that and then mm-hmm. like I see what I already know you know something say mm-hmm. a song like Who Dat or like mm-hmm. Auto and you know I'm like oh I'll listen to this even like at the gym Mm -hmm. and then and then you might like miss out on some other things because i was wondering i was like you know does he go another way is there Mm -hmm. like you know it's the kind of more emotional side of things and then right i was thinking that i clicked a song called 2 a.m yeah and i heard that yeah yeah, yeah, and it's like yeah Yeah, no different sides i'm trying to like i'm trying to go deeper like i'm always like as a writer i'm always struggling with that like trying to sort of um like open up more kind of you know sure um but we've got it like I've got, I'm actually working on like an acoustic project right now. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah, where it's like literally just me and guitar. Damn, and are you playing? No, I don't play. Oh, okay. My boy, my boy Robin, uh, 28 RPM, he, uh, he's playing the guitar, super talented kid. Um, he's from Brattleboro as well. But no, like, so, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to do, I'm trying to sort of do more of that sort of like 2 a.m. stuff. I'm not, 
you know, it's, it's like, dude, I'm really, I'm kind of over like the whole, you know, the super braggadocious, like loud, like aspect of like rap. Like I'm off that right, yeah, right now right. at least. So I've been just, just trying to like, I would imagine that comes with maturity. Sometimes. Yeah, it's maturity. Yeah. And it's just like, dude, once you, once you like, uh, it's yeah, I guess it is maturity. It's also just like once you are like comfortable with yourself, dude. You don't have to like, hey, everyone, I'm comfortable with myself. <laughs> yeah, right. I've got this and this. Look at me, I'm great. It's like, dude, you lose the need to do that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah, I just bro, I've I've learned other ways to fill those voids of like needing recognition and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And yeah, you know, just so I'm trying to you know tap in and just make more things like. I used to make I used to want to make music that people would um like party to but now I want to make music that people listen to like when they're alone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cuz that, that's um not that the goal is numbers or this or that but that feeling that people get and that, that's what lasts when you listen to it by yourself you get that feeling yeah, exactly. and you know that moment the the hype stuff can be topped, you know? Exactly. That's kind of that comes from the ego. It's a different it's a totally different energy. 100% bro. Yeah, ego man. That's definitely like that's the the whole braggadocious like that whole thing that we were talking yeah. about just now like that's, that's a great like, word too braggadocious that's all that comes I got that from love right. um yeah that's all that's all it comes down to man is ego and ego is just so false dog that's what I've been yeah. learning like your ego is just all based off the false belief that like we're gonna be here forever so it's like yo I gotta collect these things and I gotta have all this money and all this yeah. stuff and it's like nah bro you don't like, no it doesn't keep you warm and it can't take nah, it with you you can't so yeah. exactly bro so right. yeah a lot of that is changing with age I would imagine man how it's long good. um I'm just like curious you know like uh how long have you been at a point or like what's your experience with like doing your music and growing and then like being recognized like i'd imagine in vermont that's probably um well honestly dude like my my name and my brand used to be way bigger yeah like from 2000 and say i don't know 11 to like 2015 my brand was like probably 15 times as big like as it's here like like i would go to like a mall in like new york city bro and people would like come up to me and shit like that shit, okay. like for real yeah so um definitely uh there's definitely like what, what, sorry what was the question like you're asking like yeah just, just kind of generally i guess you could yeah like a, the first time it happened yeah or something, no like. i mean stuff like that started happening in like 2012 like two years after we were like really hitting the internet but at that point we had like released like probably like 25 to 30 visuals which okay. are all like mostly offline now yeah. Oh, most of it most is. Most of my offline. old stuff is offline. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd heard that um, a little yeah. while back. That, like, yeah, yeah. Like, scrap. I took a bu- I scrapped a bunch of stuff, bro, just because I was trying to rebrand and stuff like that. But yeah, it's it's kind of started happening in 2012, and then it kind of like locally it still happens, but like it stopped happening on such a larger scale, like in 2016, I'd say, when I just sort of like consciously like stepped back and just decided to kind of like do background work and develop a little bit more. Okay, absolutely. Yeah, develop it a little bit more. Was there like, did that just kind of gradually come to you, or was there like a moment when you were like, there did something happen where you're like, hey, like we have to rebrand now. Like I want to change my name. Honestly, bro, I was just like, I came off a, I had come off a. We did a, a national tour. We did like. See, we, I didn't even know that. That's yeah, we did. We did like 2014. We did like we did like 15 cities we did like we started like pittsburgh we did ohio we went to texas we went to colorado we were all over the place um and uh i came off of that 
and sort of just chilled for a little bit and then I started looking around me bro and like I just started recognizing that like a lot of the people that were I surrounded myself with um I just music was becoming like a dark thing for me you know because it was like all about a check and it was all about like yo like let's try to I, at that point I had label reps and stuff watching me so I was like it was getting to my head and I was just like it wasn't fun for me anymore yeah but at the same time so it was funny because it was like there was all this tension and like all this kind of like competitive spirit like like not good ego yeah exactly yeah. right and so it's like there's all this tension all this crazy heavy energy on it but at the same time i'm not making shit for money so it's like it kind of fucked me up because like i was in my early 20s and I, i'm trying to become independent and i'm like you know, living in New York alone, and I'm trying to make money. Okay. And so it's like, dude, I'm stressing this. I'm not even making money. So I'm like, yo, like, fuck it, essentially. And that's what it was. Like, that's what made me step back. Yeah. Yeah. Was, and so, in that like case... like a double... Yeah. Yeah. Right, the tooth, kind of the... Uh, like just the, the internal versus the material. Yeah, thing. exactly. It just, like, yeah. it was fucked up, because it was like, I was going through this thing where, like, people thought I had it all. And so they would treat me differently because of that. But really, I probably had less than them at the time. But it just looked like I had everything because I had videos and my name was buzzing and I was all over the place. But bro, I didn't have any type of like, you need money at the end of the day, right? Yeah. Like, you do. So it's like, I didn't have that. So it's like, I just was going through this weird like paradox of just like in like parallel of like, just everyone treating me like royalty essentially, but just feeling like the kind of like the you know the jester like i just felt like like i was just a clown on myself like so i was like yo you know what let me like step back into my personal life like build up my backbone get get healthy like just physically mentally and just financially and then let me assess my music thing and like not be like doing the music like chasing on this like hamster wheel of like well i'm gonna just keep doing this and then eventually like we'll get signed or like you know what i mean some like dream it's just becoming this dark tunnel for me bro like and i was just like yo fuck it that's yeah. that was my point it was like 2014 15 it's like y'all i released this project m16 the first one m16 one and after that i was just like all right that's all the music i'm putting out for a while and i didn't i didn't drop for two years damn and, yeah. and is that when you you did you come back from new york at that point uh no i came or back from new york in 2016 so i was i was in new york for like two years of that but you still you retreated into yourself you reassessed things yeah exactly bro and just I was still working on music like I'm always recording but I just wasn't releasing because you're the public the whole public the whole aspect of like public release and and public attention was really like getting to me because I was so used to bouncing my voice off of other people's ears that I didn't know how to talk to myself anymore you know what I mean Uh, 100% so I just had to step back from that like when you put yourself in a limelight bro it's tough like especially when you're from a small place like it makes you like not I don't want to say like a target but it's just like it's so easy to just get caught up in that I was just like and the music wasn't about the music anymore bro it was just like oh like what can we do with this like how many numbers can we do with this song like what opportunities can I get with this song like who's gonna hear this like yeah so the um taking something that is really personal and um and internal just yeah. feeling and trying to turn it into something physical yeah, exactly. and ego and like pretty much yeah trying to manifest like like taking something that you truly love and then like trying to like manifest like wealth and like yeah opportunities like it just felt very like opportunistic and sort of like superficial and that coinciding with sort of 
not being happy with the musical connections that I was working with at the time, the music slash business connections I was working with at the time, it just, it was a recipe for failure, dude. And it was just like, I had to just, I'm good at recognizing when something's about to like break. And I just stepped away, stepped away before it really just like crashed. Yeah. So shit. So yeah, pretty much what's left right now that you see is like what I've stuff that I've built within the past few years, but also like just whatever was able to be salvaged from that time. Yep. So you kind of sift through and see what what holds up. Exactly. Um, when you so when you're caught up in that, you know, I'm putting myself as you're telling me about it, visualizing and kind of putting myself there. What is a uh, What's a day look like for you if, you know, because I'm imagining you do do what you have to do to pay the bills, keep yeah. the lights on. Yeah. Um, then probably, you know, you're young, the limelight, it's crazy, probably seems surreal. Is, is partying and certain things like that kind of also having a hold on you at oh, this time? Bro, I was I was going crazy at this time, dog. Like I was... I was living in New York, which is already crazy, you know, New York City's crazy, but I was bouncing between there and my main cities that I would be in would be Los Angeles and Houston. Um, And I would literally be on a flight like every week to 10 days to one of these cities just following the the high. (laughs) I wasn't getting high, I don't really get high like that, but like just this, you know what I mean? Like just the high of, the high of partying, the high of you know, being in the club around celebrities and the high of just flying in general. Like, I just love that shit, bro. Like, I love, like, packing up my Gucci duffel and hopping on the flight. Like, I felt like the shit, you know what I'm saying? So, um, there is definitely, like, a time when it was just all of that, man. All of that whole mixture of just all that that I'm talking about, bro, is just, like, that shit was detrimental, bro. That shit was not healthy. Yeah. And a lot of people don't recognize that until the old age, you know what I'm saying? I recognized that shit when I was, like, 23. I was like, oh, no, this isn't this isn't cool anymore yeah yeah damn bro yeah i was um you know just makes me think like i told you like i don't drink anymore like i kind of got for you bro thanks brother yeah Yeah. um you get caught up in certain aspects for you it's the people it's the places it's the things um so you right you make that call you just start recording you're in new york city yeah you um you come up with march davis yeah right and uh so what did, where did that, so I guess I'll ask the question, right? What is, what to you, what is the difference between Nephi and March? Well, like, the, I had to, I had to switch the name because there was such a, such a difference. You know what I'm saying? So Nephi, bro, is just like, was just a kid. Like, like to me, bro, like Nephi sounds like what it is, bro. It's like a young kid that was just sort of like kicking around, just like rapping his ass off, just like right. a kid, bro, like little nephew, you know right. what I'm saying? I think of like four locos and black and mild. That's kind pretty of. much what my diet consisted of, bro. I had a kidney stone when I was 19, bro. Jesus. Off, like, that's exactly like, that's why. So like, boom, I was just kind of like, you know, rapping my ass off and just trying to get it and just doing childish shit pretty much. And then <clears throat> as my taste for everything, just like my taste for music, my taste for everything, just sort of like grew I was just like yo I want to start making different types of music but it can't be like you know no one is like I wanted one of those names that just sort of like was I don't know how to explain it like when you hear Post Malone or when you hear The Weeknd you don't know what to think you're like what is is that rock like when I heard when I first heard The Weeknd bro like the first month I heard people talking about The Weeknd I thought it was like a British white pop like rock band the weekend 
It makes sense. And then yeah. he comes on and he's just killing it and it's just like this random like black dude from Toronto and I'm like, yo, that's so dope. And so I needed something like that. Like I was like, yo, I want the same thing. Cause when you hear Marsh Davis, it's like, it almost sounds like Miles Davis. It's like, what is this fool? Like, was he doing like jazz? He's doing blues. And it's like, nah, he like, he raps, he sings, he does, you know what I'm saying? So I just wanted something more like universal. Sophisticated. Sophisticated and something that I could take with me for the rest of time. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Cause if I'm like at like 45, if I want to like sit down at a piano and like play some old jams, it's not going to be like Neffy. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, you know right. And it just came down to two like just personal interaction. Like, I feel much more comfortable just in my current day and age just being like, like if someone is like introducing myself, like you get to a club or something, you're like you're introduced to like the promoter or whoever and it's like, I'm Neffy. It's just like, that name just sounds like you could just stomp on it. But you're like, you know, I'm March Davis. It's like, it's just, I don't know, bro. Like put some respect on that, you know? Like it just sounds heavy. Like, I don't know. But, I yeah. feel that. It's a good 100%. change. It's a good switch. Yeah. yeah. Change can be, it's an important thing. It's man. a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's and beautiful it's necessary. Thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, I'll ask, man, bringing it back to what you left behind, you know, back in those days, what was, like, what was a moment for you where you really felt like you had to, like, stick to your guns and, or even, like, a moment where you felt like I might quit because of this? Like, a low point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, honestly, um, yeah, I went through this, like, really, um, I went through, when I first, like, started, like, putting music online, it had no, it had no... It had nothing to do with, like, my music. It was, like, more, like, personal stuff. But when I was, like, uh, a freshman in college, right, and I, this is when I first started, like, really putting music on the Internet, I, uh, I got in some legal trouble and I was put on probation. And at that time, when you're on probation, bro, you got to be really careful because, like, my situation was pretty much I was going to probably go to jail for, like, two or three years if I hadn't been good on probation, you know, clean tests, all that. So I was on my best behavior. And within doing that, bro, like I'm in college at the same time, right? Had pretty much just gotten out of high school. So you can imagine what my lifestyle was like before I'd gotten in trouble. I was everywhere. I was doing the thing, right? When I had to be on my best behavior, bro, none of my friends called me. None of them, bro. Because they're all doing the bullshit. They don't care. You know what I mean? If you're not there with them, like doing whatever, they don't care, right? So I went through this really dark stage where I just, I recognized that, you know? And uh, I remember sitting in my apartment and uh, I was in Keene, living in Keene at the time, and I was going to Keene State. And I, uh, I was so fucking lonely, bro, and I, I called my dad, bro, and he was busy. And so I was just stuck alone, and I actually made one, to, to me, was probably one of my most popular songs that night, Die For Tomorrow, it's called. And uh, that, yeah, I think that was like one of my lowest parts, like, definitely like probably ever like just really feeling like just sort of recognizing that like everything that I had built was superficial and now that I had to be doing so, like what was probation cleaned me up bro like it made me realize a lot and I had to behave like I had to behave you know what I'm saying and so I'm doing better I'm bettering myself but all these people are not like they're not even around because they're still fucking off you know so that was, yeah, like, that was definitely, like, a low point, and that was, like, that was kind of make it or break it for me, and that's, like, pretty much, like, that moment, like, I may die for tomorrow, bro, that was the first song that I put online that caught any type of traction, and from then on, that's what I, that's when I started doing this. Oh, so shit. that's, like, the break moment, that's the make moment, like, that was the moment, bro, like, literally sitting in my apartment alone, and just, like, making that song, I don't even know if that song is on the internet anymore, but, like, day one fans, like, they know die for tomorrow, um, 
And yeah, that was kind of it. It's kind of like the end to a lot, but the beginning of everything too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That was, that was definitely it. No, that was great. That was a great example right there. I, um, damn, and I could feel that when you said, you know, two or three years and felt that right in my stomach that, you know, that stress and that's, um, that's a real, that's a real, real moment. It was kind of, it's on a different scale. I was going into my senior year of high school and I got in trouble mm-hmm. and, um, ended up on a diversion program. You know, it's like before, like you don't go to trial and get sentenced like to probation. It is probation, but it's like before yeah. you actually go and get, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, and I found myself in the same, in a really similar situation where I was like, I wanted to, to reassess what I was doing and, uh, my friends weren't, and I kind of found myself alone but that's when I started uh writing and I shared like uh what I was writing with some people close to me and that turned into ever recording a song and that music thing turned into this Um, yeah so die tonight you're in college I didn't know that you die for tomorrow die die for tomorrow die tonight is also a slap yep that's um that's another song but yeah yeah die for tomorrow and my boy Frank did the video shout out Frank that's like one of the first videos I put out and yeah. it, went, it went crazy like this like people got die for tomorrow like tatted on them to this day and shit. Yeah. yeah like it went crazy bro. So, what was so that you said that's the first one that got traction what was it was f- one of the first ones like okay. what, what, our plan our plan of attack was just quantity and quality so we were dropping a music video like every like week so it was like the first three I think it was like the song called like brand new sneakers with my boy Skidova um, singing like with loyal squad ace and then I think die for tomorrow was like the third and it just went off bro damn like that's pretty much like the that was like the splash that caused the wave that the ripple remains in today like that was like the shit yeah i should have um asked this earlier when you say we are you talking about tnf uh well just like my team in general like like your your inner circle tnf was just always like a brand more so that was that yeah that's what i called my following like anyone who who like was just like supporting my music like that was just me and my thing um like taylor gang or something you know um, but nah, like when I say we, I'm just talking about like my team. So it's just pretty much like starting out. It was just like me, my boy Dova, my boy Gino, my boy Ben Adler was doing videos and my boy Frank was doing videos. It was really just us five. We were just, um, just going crazy. Damn. And that's in like, when did you graduate high school? Uh, 2009. 2009. Yes, sir. Okay. Like I said, like I never really did like a tell all. It's yeah. always been really short, like a 10, 20 minute thing where people are just exactly. like. Yeah. And you're saying like you went, you know today like talk to the audience too like today march you said you went down to chicopee you've mm-hmm. been to Keene, like yeah, yeah. the blue coyote i don't want that to be like a oh, i have something in the schedule it's just like yeah, yeah. no i'm gonna go talk and like we're gonna air things yeah. out okay right so things so a freshman in college at Keene state i didn't know that they even went there yeah um, i dropped out too the so you're in shout the, out to the dropouts yeah <laughs> at that point it was like i i hadn't released really like any music like online so once I started, it's like even just seeing a few thousand was like the shit. Excuse me. So I, honestly, I look back and I'm like, yo, I don't even know if the numbers were really that popping. They just felt so significant because I had never experienced like internet reciprocation before. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I know. Um, I feel that. Because looking back now, is like it probably like wasn't all that. You know what I mean? But if I don't know, I mean, it did enough. You know? Yeah. But um. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. There wasn't really like a ah uh, moment. It was like they kind of just kept climbing and climbing. Right, because numbers. See, that's the thing. Is like that's totally perspective right there. Because 
and that's kind of built into what we were talking about with like the physicality and you know i say it a lot but like the matrix because that point of perspective of is are these numbers a lot am i popping that only exists within the realm of everybody's ego so it's what you're popping compared to the other kid in vermont or like but you're not popping compared to kanye yeah and who's he compared to bill gates you know the day like right now bro the day and age is like it's crazy because um numbers are they're like numbers don't lie right famous old saying um well they do in 2020 like numbers do lie right so it's like dude these kids bro people have a million followers on instagram two million hits on youtube and bro they have no real fans like if they did a show no one would show up so you never know and like my thing that i always try to stress to people like when people are like trying to get into it or like they're asking for advice i'm like dude get a hundred fans that's all you need a hundred fans if you have a product that you're gonna sell for fifty dollars if ten of those people buy it you're netting five hundred dollars yeah right and you right did i do that right if you have a product you oh, i don't know right. about the math but the no, point right? holds no, no, absolutely no, no, true i think i did so but you feel me though so it's I like feel you. yeah so boom if you have a product that you're selling for a hundred dollars ten of those people buy it bro you netted a thousand dollars right yes a hundred fans bro that's a pretty good like you know that if you had to sh- if you had to shoot a shot at a hundred fans and you're hoping that a few of them catch it like bro like that's what i'm saying like you right. don't need all these fans like you don't it's good to have numbers like obviously like if you're like if you were drake that's luxurious like that's sick but you don't need it bro you need absolutely right the um well a hundred fans who love you are worth loyal everything. fans bro who will buy anything that you put out i'm not saying take advantage of that and put out whatever but i'm just saying if they support you and they believe in you they're gonna and you believe in yourself bro they'll buy whatever you you put out bro if you can sell merch and little show tickets or whatever type of product you can come up with for these people like if you can sell that for enough time and you're smart with your money like you can literally make a living off that that's that's pretty much what i did you know what i mean i just i always focused on the fans I had. It wasn't always like, I want to get more more people. It was always like, yo, these people are here. Like, you have to focus on these people. That's so important. You know what I mean? Like, I've literally, like, anyone who's ever hit me up, ever, I've literally had a conversation with them. Like, anyone who's ever hit me, DM me on anywhere, they can say they've spoken to me. You know what I'm saying? Not that, I'm not saying that that's like, you know, some like, all my no, privilege. No, not at all. No, but I'm saying, but it's like, you have to focus on what you have. And I, I actually learned that from a, uh, I think it was Cam Meekins. He like tweeted this thing at one point and it was just like, he was just like, yo, stop focusing on your numbers. Stop focusing. He's like, yo, if you have 10 people that support you right now, focus on them. And if you do that, they're going to tell 10 people. And that just like, I literally bro, a light bulb went off and I was just like, oh, like, why am I comparing myself to someone? Like, of course I'm not Drake. You know what I mean? Right, because you're March. Exactly. But it's like, you look at these numbers and like, obviously like Instagram and social media is the most unhealthy thing ever in the world because it makes comparing so simple. Like it dumbs down comparing because it's just like, you're comparing your lows to someone's highlights because that's what's online, right? Someone's highlights. Like, and yeah, it's just, it's, I stopped all that shit, bro. I stopped comparing myself. I stopped, uh, I stopped looking at numbers and doing all that and I just started like just doing it to do it. And I feel like that's when you get, that's when you'll get, you know, the hundred fans that are really there for it rather than like a hundred thousand fans that are just like, oh, like this song is dope because like you're talking about liquor. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. No, that makes so much sense. You, You focus on that 
Because, right, because that is the authentic goal, is to have that reciprocating energy between you and your fans, right? You put out what you feel, and they feel it, and it comes back. And, that's, only need and that will blossom. Yeah, you yeah. only need 100, bro. Right. Yeah, instead of, right, the people who are, they could kind of take it or leave it. They look at it, and that's, you know. Exactly. That's, uh, yeah, you have to know them. Um, damn, like, that just hit me. Like, you have to know, like, I guess I'm, I'm speaking to the audience here. Like, know when to listen and absorb you know with this podcast right that's what i say right in the intro i'm like we can support ourselves with our passions mm. that's my dream mm. like you said i just want to be at a point where like you know i like my girlfriend and i we have this place i want to be able to support us and someday a family with doing what i love mm-hmm. inspiring other people um so just you know maybe tell us a bit about what that's like because so you're using music and that's that's what you do you don't work a day job mm-hmm that's that's your life now what does that feel like how did that come to be um honestly it's like you know you have to you still like i personally like i still have to like supplement you know what i'm saying like sure i gotta figure out side hustles and shit like that um but i remember like when i first started getting paid for like features it was like it was bro i was probably two years into my run still like bro I did a lot of free features before I started getting paid for them and even when I started getting paid for them bro it was like a hundred dollars a verse yeah which if you really think about the time and the if you're passionate about it the passion you're putting into it bro I mean how are you gonna put a price on that in general but a hundred dollars is cheap bro you know what I mean my name was popping at the time right so I'm doing verses for like a hundred dollars I'll tell you what bro like that hundred dollars bro felt like ten thousand dollars because I was literally making it rapping doing what I want you know what I'm saying so like it made me realize that like I could have been making I could have been doing some other bullshit and making $500 $1000 but since I was doing what I wanted to do it's like bro that shit's more valuable than anything you know what I'm saying so it's like I don't know my advice to anyone that if like they're trying to support themselves and they're like it's like oh but I could make X amount being a doctor why would I make an eighth of that selling bracelets I'm like bro sell the bracelets because it's what you want to do and that is what makes you rich you know what i'm saying honestly i mean i don't even i try to understand that but i really have a hard time that kind of like oh why wouldn't i go work construction for this certain company because i'll get paid this but it's like what do you think we're doing here i I mean mean, dude that's like (laughs) that's how most people live their lives though i know i know a lot of people that threw away threw away serious talent and serious passion because they didn't believe that they could live off of it and they didn't believe that what they could make off of it was enough it's like if you really love something you're gonna make it enough and then it's gonna grow and soon it'll be enough where you're just like it'll be like so much that you're just like holy shit like i just like now i'm really you know what i mean like right i don't know man it's it's bro have you ever heard ever heard that thing um i I don't know what it's from but it's like uh jaden smith will smith's son he's talking about life and he's like He's talking about your journey and he's like talking about your path, right? And he's like, yo, the way, the, way, the way life works is you're in a dark room and you're standing on a rock and it's lit up. And then you might take a step on the next rock and it lights up so you can see a little bit further. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people, like he says in that, he's like, yo, a lot of people don't have the trust or belief to like trust that there's going to be another rock. So they just stop. And essentially that's what you're saying, right? Like they yeah. didn't believe. That's what I'm saying, like... How are you ever going to know what step five looks like if you don't take step two or three? Exactly. And you kind of, I mean, I think what you kind of get in this mindset 
you know, okay, like I'm literally right. You're going to stay on that first rock, but you dream of, um, and this is where like, I think that, that retreat, that mental, you know, there's so many things that you have to tell yourself to not step to the next rock that you get so caught up in that head game, that conversation, you know, you fantasize about the fifth rock, you contemplate about the second and before you know it, you've just perished. And you're like panicking pretty much. Yeah. And you hit, right. You hit that panic. You know, you think about, right. People like to use the deathbed as an analogy. Like, are you going to wish you spent more time at the office? Are you going to wish, you know, right. Yeah. yeah, You glad you never wrote, you know, published that song, whatever it may be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, damn. Yeah. I was going to ask something a little while back um, <clears throat> with the when you start doing verses mm-hmm. um, so I know I really liked what you said and you know I, I know you so I, I can see that you know you respond to everybody you know you've understood that that relationship with the fan base if you're doing a verse of somebody who hits you up um, <clears throat> are you going to is it anybody like how transactional is that yeah back in the day bro it was anybody anybody like literally anybody you were never like hey I heard x y and z about this kid like i'm not working oh, with oh, him oh no 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 if it's okay. something like that if it's yeah. personal um or like something like that yeah but i'm not talking about like musically it was like bro it could be the most trash song ever and i'm hopping on it if you got the hundo for sure okay okay but like no of course i'm sure yeah, like so if it's like yo this boy like this kid like robbed my boy or something like i'm not gonna yeah, do the first right. period <laughs> or anything like that you know like whatever okay um but i figured as much just want to you know right no of course but no as far as like the as far as like musically and just like it didn't matter. It could yeah, be it's a good kid. That's just that's how I like. Yeah. You know, it's very much so my thing. I'd be like, is this, you know, is this a good person? What are they about? Like, no, yeah. Um, but no, I do want to add though. Um, I was doing verses for a hundred dollars, but I was literally doing like fifteen verses a week. Like I was going crazy. Yeah, jeez. Yeah. So I was driving all over the fucking place. No, like, I'm doing email. Oh no, Shay! I would live in the twenty first century. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I actually had what is this? The um, is it Yeti Blue Castle? Yes, bro. No, I had the Yeti, um, it's just this plain Yeti, that's what it's called. It was probably right? the 2013, whatever. Yeah, yeah. with like yeah. the base, and it's like white, and it like flips. Oh, okay, I see this Bro, thing. I literally had right this, and I would just like pack that wherever I went, and yep. I would literally just like record in closets, <laughs> record on, I remember like one time, I got this feature, and my boy like wanted to like go to, the, like, I think he went to like a strip club or something, and I'm literally... I'm in the front seat of this strip club while he's inside with the mic on the dash with my laptop in my in my lap like doing verses. No shit. Because that's how I like was paying for my tickets to like go home and shit. Yeah, that's a fucking grind right there. Yeah, bro. Yeah. You, um, the way, man, I haven't, you know, I've been so on the podcast and the YouTube, um, but I haven't, I will, when I did, when I am doing my songs and I'm writing, I will like, uh, you know, you're saying you're doing 15 verses a week. I pick when I do my music, oh, excuse me, I pull stuff, I might pull a bar from five years ago and put it in this verse. Is that how you do things or are you like a on the spot, like something fresh kind of guy? Um, or do you have the backlog of notebooks and notebooks? No, my, uh, recently, like in the past like two years, my, my, um, creative process has like changed a lot. Um, I used to write and write and write and write like to just different beats like say I have 20 beats I would write to them all and then I would record I would, like binge record okay um now I don't really write anything I kind of I literally just record yeah like when I record like I just come up with it as I go kind of the mood the day the whole yeah yeah um 
when it comes to writing, what I'll, the most I'll do is like I'll come up with a melody and I'll kind of hum it into like my voice memo on my phone, and then I'll either have like one of my producers build a beat around it, or I'll go back and find a beat. Excuse me, okay. that works with it. But I don't really write anymore. Yeah, yeah. And when you're doing a verse for somebody else, it probably depends on what they're talking about too. No, nah, but even that, like every verse, everything I do, bro, I just sit down, I like think of the bars, I do them. I listen back, make sure I like it, and then I just do the next. It's all just like punch flow. Okay. You know what I mean? Like I literally record and make it up as I go. Like I'll pause it, like I come with the line, boom, boom, record it, and then I stop, I listen back, I'm like, all right, what's good after oh, this? Oh, now I get come it, up, okay. Go back in, do the same thing until it's done. So all my features, everything I do pretty much is like is recorded that way. Literally as you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not a freestyle. It's not like you just hit record and you just go, oh, and like, that's it. It's like, right, no, I'm line. stopping and thinking. But this is ancient, bro. Like, this is what Lil Wayne does. This is what Jay-Z does. And when they talk about that, I don't write. People are so confused by that. Like, they're like, oh, my God, Jay-Z freestyles all his songs. It's like, well, no, he's writing them. But he's not sitting down, writing, premeditating. No, he's writing as he goes. You know what I'm saying? It's that same method. It's nothing new. It's just, yeah, it's right. good. Yeah, kind of like a- I would suggest it, honestly, like, if you have a beat, say, find a beat or something that you really like, and just your first melody, your first thoughts, just start recording that and just build on it. Don't take so much time to write down, because what happens, bro, is you'll write something, and you'll get so obsessed with how you hear it in your head, that when you record it, if it doesn't sound how you want it to, you'll just trash it. Don't do that, bro, because what's so healthy to me is, like, you hear a beat, and the first thing you think, you record it, and then it's like the first time of you hearing it is the first time of you hearing it. It's not the hundredth time because you've rehearsed the written verse a million times. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, trust me. Do the pun- punch flow of your shit. I will definitely have to. Yeah, to get you know how it goes. For yeah, real. That's absolutely. the shit. That's like the best thing that I've... That is one of my best discoveries in music is, is recording that way. Did somebody... Did you listen to Lil Wayne say that? Did somebody tell you that? Or did you kind of figure that out um, just by being so in it? Uh, I had always heard of like Lil Wayne and Jay-Z doing it, but I never granted myself the freedom to try because I didn't think I could. And then I finally just tried. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is like, I was just like, yo, this is awesome. Like it made music fun again for me, which is sick. Uh, so yeah, nah, yeah, I don't even know. I think I just, I just tried. I had always heard of people doing it. And nowadays that's what everyone does. Yeah. Like all these new rappers, bro. Like you can hear it too. When you listen to their music, like you can hear that like one line, like collides into another. It's because they're recorded separately. Like, each line, they're like, sometimes people don't even record whole bars. Like bro, in the middle of the bar, it was split in half. Like people are doing two word things, you know, like, I don't it's know crazy. how to explain it. No, yeah. I, yeah, I get that. We were talking about some backstory and how it ties into a new project. Let's hear that. So my family, they're like, they're from the deep south, bro. They're like, I don't want to say conservative, but you know, I grew up like pretty religious or whatever, you know, yeah. like church every Sunday, all that. Um, and uh, their vision for the kids of the family, you know, is very kind of like streamlined. It's, you know, middle school, high school, college, job, wife, kids, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's very like, that's just how they see it, right? So when I like dropped out of school, that like, it was like, uh, I could tell, you know, that they, they didn't really approach me about it, but I like... I guess a couple of them did but you know it was like there was that moment where I was just like alright I'm on my own like I jumped off the ship and now I'm like I've got my own little floaty device and like I'm on my own you know what I'm saying so I gotta navigate the waves and that's how that whole like the brand I was telling you about that's how that came to be yeah run run it back tell me the the brand Trader yeah Yeah. Trader so Trader is this brand that uh that me and my boy E have been developing and and, uh it's pretty much just uh 
it's gonna be like a I don't know like a kind of like a higher higher end like almost like skate type of brand um I really appreciate skate culture that's the reason like I would have never like want to label something like I don't skateboard anymore and so I feel it would be like fraudulent of me to be like yo this is a skate brand but the reason I want to align it with skating is because skating is like skateboarding bro and skating culture is like the trader way dog because it's like it's one of the only professions and only lifestyles that is it completely becomes your father like it dictates how you dress the music you listen to your taste in women uh your taste in lifestyle like bro you know what i'm saying like like skateboarding is like a full thing like you're married to that shit right um and so i want it to be i want it to be recognized as like a kind of skate-esque brand because uh that's like that we're trying to pretty much um not financially but um mean like as far as the meaning we're trying to capitalize on that whole aspect of sort of drop being comfortable enough to drop everything that you expect you expected of yourself or people expected of you allowing yourself the freedom to be a trader doing what's best for you and just following a lifestyle and allowing yourself to be uh to sort of like you know adopt these new characteristics and new paths that something you love might bring you right you know it really relates to what i'm uh working to express on the blue coyote when i talk about using your passion to better yourself and create a life for yourself regardless of what anybody else in this world is telling you Mm -hmm. everybody um can feel that Mm -hmm. yeah yeah yeah, it's um, also just to mention with the skate culture, it's like I, I attribute I attribute a lot of like what I'm talking about to like to uh, like hip hop culture as well. You know, it's like hip hop is one of those the only things like that it comes with. Uh, you know, back in the day, punk and rock and all these things they came with a lifestyle. They came with nowadays those things aren't like, but hip hop still consistently it all like rap and all that shit it comes with a lifestyle like it comes with a way of clothing it comes with a way of talking walking the way you treat people your morals you know what i'm saying like it comes with a code you know what i mean and uh yeah i just um that's so trader stands behind making your own code or not being afraid to follow uh you know a different code than people may expect you to follow yeah in short that's i guess what it is yeah 100 percent um yeah and regardless you know you don't have to get too caught up in labels either like um at the end of the day you know we're all human if your if your truth is um right not getting not getting in trouble anymore right like you maybe you really want to play basketball but your friends want you to keep robbing people with them or whatever that may be Mm -hmm. um and just following that you know because that's uh you know if i okay march if i ask you right generic question but the purpose of life how would you measure life what does it mean to you uh i it's yeah super loaded yeah Uh, right um, right but if i had to boil it down i would say um the point of living in life is to leave whatever world you're living in whether that's a small community or like whatever you picture as your world leaving it a better place than you found it that's the point of life and if you leave it a worse place than you found it then you're like living backwards yeah essentially you know what i'm saying descending yeah i'd say that's the point of life is to just leave and that could mean bro that could literally mean like 
you know, that could just mean like saving someone's life through your company and love. Like it doesn't have to be like, yeah, love. That's what I, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't, yeah. Like, yeah. You don't have to be like a philanthropist or anything like, you right. Know, yeah, you don't have, yeah. yeah. You have to, you know, which, but I mean, it's awesome if you are, but I'm just saying like, that's why I mentioned like your world. Your, which could just be like your family like if you just leave your family in a more peaceful space than you were when you came in then yeah. I'd say like that's like you did good I that's, think that's, that's perfect yeah. yeah I recently just two days ago or like yeah I think it's like two days ago now you probably saw my story but I made that up it's a really important the how to not wear a mask video yeah, I know yeah, that's yeah. a it's a hot topic right now there's a lot of emotions attached to that but you know yeah, yeah, yeah. there's also a lot of truth there and I don't she don't wear the mask I don't wear a mask, bro. And no businesses will give you trouble at all? Uh, not... Okay, so... Bro, you look a little... Like, you You look a little better than me, bro. I walk in there with no mask on and, like, my neck is tatted and shit and these motherfuckers are like, get the fuck out, bro. All my life, bro. Like, I have to wear the mask. Damn, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I swear, I, like, I, you just look a little kinder or something, bro, because I swear these motherfuckers should be like, yo, get out of here. We're... Okay, like, you don't have... Do you, here in... Here in town, everywhere, especially small businesses, are the worst. small businesses, they will, yeah. they will, they will, you know, they'll give it to me. But big, the dude, the big box ones, some of them, I, I go in and out. I don't know how it happens. I don't. Well, where though? Because we don't even have those. So it's like you're talking about like New Hampshire, probably. Yeah, that one. They don't care. I don't care. Like I said in the New Hampshire Walmart. doesn't care. But I'm talking about, bro. I can't go to. Hannies? I can't go to Mocha Joe's or the Co-op, bro. That, bro, the Co-op has a sec- has a mask security guard yeah. at their front door that will literally not let you in unless you have a mask on. Yeah, that that's they'll kick you out of this Co-op. That's too. what I'm saying. Those are the types of places I shop at, bro. I like to support small business, but yeah, no. I I go to right and right the mom and pop shops. I don't do it there because I'd rather give them my money, support the small business. You know. Don't want to get them in trouble, but uh, Hannaford here. Do you, have you done it there? No, I don't shop there. I shop at you Animal Market Thirty Two guy. I only go there, right? I, but I only, you know, I want to get my groceries here. But I go there for in places like that for the reason of not wearing a mask, oh, just to be, fire. just to be a visual presence. That's um, fire. Yeah, and that's what I did in the video. It's um, dude, it's probably got almost six hundred views right now. That's that's a lot, you know. Just I got, no, mentioned. I gotta check it out. That's fine. Yeah, I don't know if I saw the actual video. Right, it's just me. Like, yeah, you'll watch it. And Were you, did you do one at Walmart? I don't. Know. I saw that one. I saw yeah, that one. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So you watched the video. What are? You, but I will ask. So what are your um, your thoughts? Just kind of like a, when it comes to the new world order and what's happening and anything. Where does your mind go when I bring this up? Um. I mean, I don't know what's happening, like, exactly, yeah. you know, but I, uh, I mean, dude, I look around and, like, dude, you don't have to be a specialist or a fucking genius or a scientist to see that there's some fuckery going on somewhere, right? So I just look at the news and I just look at everything and I'm like, uh, yeah, there's some bullshit going on 100%. So I don't know if it's the New World Order, I don't know if it's, like, a one government thing, I don't know if it's, like, a, I don't know what it is, bro, but, yeah, there's some bullshit going on in the background and, uh... Yeah. Until it comes to light, you're just never gonna know until it's like too late, essentially, or until we're on like white, all white jumpsuits, like picking peas. (laughs) Yeah, like you know, something crazy. I know, like living in domes or some shit. Like I don't even know what's gonna happen. Right, little bubbles. Um, Yeah, man, they've got like I have loved ones who work in schools and like a a cat, you know, the cafeteria in school now, man, is all singular desks in rows. Um, It's been right. It's been a long time coming. I've been a doing a lot of research on this and I have been for years when things kind of 
started getting sketchy out there, I really picked it back up and I'll be um, releasing, for the most part, I'll just be leaving this as saying that I'll be releasing a lot of content about it. Um, yeah, you watched the, did you, you just watch that video? I, I made it that. through like the first, like I got the first probably third of the other one. Yeah. But I've, I've, I'm pretty well versed on that actually. You are well versed on Flatter. I was telling you last time we talked about it, my, my, like one of my best friends, he has pretty much convinced me that the earth is flat. Yeah. But I'm on and off dude. Like some days I believe it, some days I don't, I don't know. Yeah, no, that's, um, that's something. I'm very well versed in that as well. That's kind of a yeah. You and him should talk bread and butter. butter. You guys get along. Yeah, no, that's great, man. Just what I want to say on that for now is, uh, it's all about the context. It, you know, if I just write, say you're whoever, and I'm just like, hey, you can see the sun and the moon are the same size in the sky. You know, I put that out there. If you don't have the the context of we're being lied to, it's all connected. Um, there's, you know, the government is corrupted, this one world government, these plans, these secret societies. That's not going to mean a whole lot to you because you have a pre-programmed idea of why the sun and the moon are the same size. Anything anything else on the flat earth? You know, what? so when you do flip-flop about it, what are some of your thoughts that happen? I really don't, like, know, honestly. Yeah, okay. Like, I just don't know. Like, I don't know why I believe it's round and I don't know, like, why I would think it's flat. Like, I just, like, honestly don't know. One day what I'm going to do is I'm going to build a fucking spacecraft and I'm just going to fly out, like, out of the atmosphere and I'm going to look back and, like, I'm going to see what it is. And it's either going to look like a fucking ball or, like, a pancake. And that's my... So I'll let you know when I'm up You'll let me know when you're up there, Dude, right? 100%. Because, like, that's the only way. Like, that's my thing is, like, bro, we're never going to know until it's too late or just never we're never gonna know right like these things that they don't want us to know there's big secrets like so yeah um people that, that's what makes me stop thinking about it i'm just like uh i'm just like well fuck yeah um i don't i'm overwhelmed overwhelmed yeah no that's totally understandable the people who have the highest up they've gone um the horizon h-o-r-i-z-o-n like horizontal flat you see eye level right sea mm -hmm. level that also means you know you're seeing flat the truth hidden in words um, but when you get up there, it's it's always flat all the way around. The only thing, we're not going to see the curve, right, from outside of space because um, you can't you you're, you can't leave this realm, you know, we're here. You can't mm -hmm. fly outside of it. And that gets right into the, you know, if we can't understand our reality, you know, you can't see that it's curving or you can't feel that you're moving. We can't trust our own intuition and we have to turn to the system, the hierarchy, to share that information with us. Like, they set themselves up to be like our god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Through the religion of scientism. You know, there's a difference between science and scientism, different kind of knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, when it gets broken down, bro, like, everything, everything makes sense, but... Yeah, like you said, you can grab onto that. I don't know how I feel about it. It's crazy. Yeah. I used to be a big conspiracy theorist, though. But we're some... Did I tell you that before? Bro, what, <laughs> bro, like 2000, 2000 and like 12, like, bro, I was a, me and my boy, like, we used to literally sit and watch conspiracy videos. Like, that's what we would do on our free time. Like, yeah. Instead of going out on Friday, we'd literally sit and watch, like, conspiracy theory. I swear to God. I relate, dude. I'm, I'm that guy. Because everyone thought, do you remember, like, in 2012, everyone thought that the world's going to end? Oh, yeah. yeah. In 2012. I was, like, 12 then, so I wasn't like. Oh, okay, true. Yeah. So, yeah. like, nah, so when to, everyone thought, bro, first it was 2000. Everyone thought that the world was going to end in 2000 because it's like, we've never seen the thousands, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know, like, we've never seen 2000. Right, they like, thought it would. It was 1999, yeah. like, 
everyone thought that just like all the lights were gonna go out and like Godzilla was just gonna pop out of the sky or like whatever. Oh no, he came from the water, right? Whatever. Yeah. Um, but the second the second going of that was 2012 for whatever reason. I think it was like the Mayan calendar or something. Right, they, they stopped. Them. Bro, people swore, and I swore that the world was gonna end, bro. Yeah, I remember talking about it. I just wasn't watching conspiracy. Yeah, no, I used to. Anything. I used to like be on all that shit. I used to. I. I don't know. Sometimes I still do. Like I used to think, like the crust people, like the people in the center of the earth. You heard all that? Uh, man, I'm so fascinated by the underworld. You know, I see it as the plane and yeah and stuff. But like, I, mean, I believe that we don't as just as much as we don't know what's above, we don't know what's down there. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, dude, I'm like, wait, what's a crust person? That like it's just people that are living in like the under realms of like the Earth's surface okay yeah. i call them crust people because like you know earth's crust that's what they call yeah them. So like, sure sure but dude like me like sometimes like bro i swear like i believe that like atlantis is still a thing like under like underwater like cities like okay I, you know i feel like there's like caves where like there's an air pocket and like you can just go in and out and like or like say you're like at the deepest like depths of the ocean you find a cave right you go in the cave you pop out and you're just in a cave it's like bro who's to say what's in there like y'all never even been to the bottom of the ocean so like how are you gonna say exactly and that's what i'm talking about with them wanting to think that if you want to know what's down there you turn to them right and you listen to what they say and their best guesses bro atlantis um man eric dubay he's got a book about atlantean conspiracy anyway but um the earth so on the map bro so south is going is having your back to the north star um, going north is walking directly at it, then east or west is either having your right or left shoulder to it. But at the middle, um, it's believed, right, ancient cultures, what you're talking about, Atlantis, mm-hmm. that you go to the very middle and um, and right there at the center, like you can, uh, I believe it has been speculated that that's where Atlantis is. And then um, if you go south around the ice wall, it's also believed that if you keep going, we don't know what's out there either. Um so you know definitely it ties in and then the other the underworld's also believed you know the black sun have you heard about have you no, heard that at all no. so yeah if you go right you get to the center you go down um there's also worlds below us and uh and the sun is is black like uh you know our, like our pupils um, yeah, you yeah, close yeah. your eyes you close your eyes you see darkness you know um yeah you put your you know your head down and you can your intention it's all it's all under there um i'm still studying learning about it this mm-hmm. is kind of i've been focusing on what's in front of us what i can share with people but uh mm-hmm. you know i love those things and uh yeah, yeah what, what fascinating, dude. yeah what's you so like atlantis meaning to you like underwater world right? no i just think that there's You're like even, bro i believe that there's like mermaids like at the bottom of the ocean somewhere like in a cave that you like can access to the bottom of the ocean like i said bro, you there's a you get the bottom right where we haven't been you get down there there's like an entrance and then you go and it's like it's water in the cave but then you pop out and there's like a, a giant air bubble right and it's just like a world and there's just like mermaids there just like hustling and like selling fruit right you know I mean? yeah like, no, it could be it's it could like be a regular town <laughs> if you can and that's what right and that's how i think man if you can think it why not you know you, why the fucking giraffe is real why not a mermaid like pretty much I mean bro a lot of people can't prove that some certain things are real but a lot of people can't prove that they aren't yeah right you can't and that's what it boils down to man is we're all we're all just human beings and the rest is uh, the rest is imagination they like, manifest I've reality seen, I've seen so many UFOs right yeah but they swear they're not real but I've seen them 
Right. I'm, you know, on record as being flat earther. So I, you, you don't believe in alien. Like, hear me, hear me out. Yeah. Hear me out. Okay. So I don't believe that we're on a spinning ball. We're not on a spinning ball floating around in nothingness. Nobody what's above us has not been proven. Right. Mm-hmm. I know that we're on a flat stationary plane. I believe that something, you know, something's up there, whether it's, it's the heavens or there's water up there and there's an ocean above or mm-hmm. whatever's below us. So just like we're here on earth, I believe any things can be, can manifest on earth. Mm-hmm. Um, what's, you know, the stars there are wandering stars up there. There's fixed stars, you know, they, they revolve around us. Um, that's what we can observe them do. So I believe that you can see anything in the sky. I just don't hop on board with the fact that it's a lizard type thing. Oh yeah. And a spaceship. I don't think that we can prove that, but just like sometimes you see spirits, you might see life in the form of something in the sky mm-hmm. or it might touch down on earth. Um, it's just not the, uh, I just don't, you know, I also, through my beliefs, I recognize, you know, the Masonic, uh, appreciation of lizard things of a rept- reptile species. I don't think, you know, I don't hop on board with, Oh, you, they, you're a Mason. Am I a Mason? Yeah. Did you just say that? No, no, no. Oh, I, said, I said, I don't, I don't follow the, oh, the okay, Masons. Okay. Oh, I, right. Definitely not. Okay. Definitely uh, not. Anti-exposing them actively is my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, I just recognize those things, but in a nutshell, yes, I just don't think they came from outer space yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and I don't believe the mainstream version of them. It's just something manifesting itself in this realm. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I'm just taking it in. Just taking it all yeah, in? Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. okay, I feel no, it. of course. I gotta yeah. process. It's a lot of, um, man, see, there's so many, when you get into, like, truth-seeking, there's a lot of, there's so many roadblocks set up, man. Like, mm. um, like, they actually, like, certain guys, you know, you get big, and they cut you off at a certain point, and they're like, if you want this money, if you want to do this, like, you're not gonna go that far. Mm-hmm. They'll bring you up to a certain point, mm-hmm. then they'll throw in the disinfo. Mm-hmm. Um, like Alex Jones, like Joe Rogan, he's great, but he doesn't. They he, he hit a point where they're like, you're not gonna go that far anymore. Like, uh, um, I reference him. There's a lot of truth. Eric Dubay, like there, you can see video on YouTube. They Joe Rogan and Neil deGrasse Tyson are gonna have him on the show to talk about flat Earth and debate with Neil. It never happened. It won't happen. They don't talk about him anymore. Um, wow. Yeah. And when you talk about, you know, the Bible is actually aliens, I think it's it's interesting because, you know, the truth is is a little bit beyond both. It's def- not even a little bit. It's beyond both of those things. Mm-hmm. So it's not either it was Jesus or it was um, lizard-type creatures coming down in, uh, in metal ships. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's just... You know, and the, the scriptures in the Bible, that's a whole other topic, too, that I'm still learning a lot about, how that the Bible isn't referenced in history up to a point when mm-hmm. other things were taking place, and then they start to control the masses. It's, you know, I feel confident, you know, like a, an in, internal belief that it's just a manifestation, that it's angels in a sense, but it's just, it's like, there's energy, and then there's us in this realm. Mm-hmm. If you feel me, mm-hmm. like we're the we're the spirit, we're the light in the body, experiencing the physical. We're not these mm-hmm. physical creatures questioning whether or not we have a soul. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I definitely feel what you're saying. It's funny though when I take like um, if I take like psychedelics, I like do you like dab a little? Like, uh, it's, 
I have. Personal question, but yep, no, that's okay. I've talked um, about it here before. I have. Yeah, I have so to like, bro, like, when I take like acid or something, bro, like I literally just feel like energy. Like I don't even feel like it. That's why I feel like that's why like looking in the mirror trips you out so bad when you're tripping because you're like, whoa, I'm a real thing. Like this is crazy. Because when I'm tripping, bro, I just feel like I'm just like this globe of like this like not globe this uh like fucking like orb of light and I'm just like floating around. Because that's what we are, man. It's um, it's no coincidence you just said that. That about the mirror right after you asked um i went down the whole the um, journey of psychedelics in my last trip um i had a mirror experience and uh and i haven't done it yeah no and i haven't um done it since just because i also i feel like i've been there you know to the side where they take you and uh i just kind of carry that with me so i don't feel the need to Pull more acid in my system or even mushrooms. Yeah, Yeah, you know, I just have that with me. It's like I would felt that I felt those things before, and then I, uh, you know, saw them in pure color, for lack of a better term. Mm -hmm. Um, And I experienced that, and now, like, I've gone forward. Um, But my mirror, I was looking in the mirror, and uh, and first, you know, I saw my face change what I believe was former selves of mine. Um, as I just, you know, I stayed for a while there looking and, uh, and then I saw a different face and I didn't like it. It looked kind of, uh, damaged. Right. Mm. And I was like, oh, that was kind of, you know, I didn't know if I was seeing below my skin or something. And I left the room and, um, what were you on? I was on acid. Okay. My girlfriend and I each took a tab of yeah. uh, some good stuff right across here in uh, our old apartment. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and she, during the same time, you know, she started thinking about some things and we kind of hit a low point and you know but we bounced back and we smoked you know i rolled a blunt probably yeah, this, yeah. you know yeah, huge yeah. and uh smoked it all down she passed out i'm laying awake now after this you know i'm trying to watch a movie sorry guys that's my it's my cat yeah marchie's gonna handle um <laughs> anyway so we uh she knocks out i'm laying i'm up all night you know on acid smoking and i hear this uh sound in the apartment right like uh I'm just gonna, you know, like something, yeah, crinkle, crackle, yeah. rustling. I'm like, is you know, is it the cat? It's not. Um, I heard it started like in the kitchen, just kind of moved back and forth towards me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't an animal, and uh, and anyway, at a certain point, I passed. It was creepy, you know. I was like, I don't, you know, I like this. I'm trying to ignore it. Yeah. Eventually, <laughs> pass out. Um, and the next day, you know, we wake up. We're getting ready. We have something to do the next day, and fire trucks come to our neighbor's house. Hmm. Um, and there's like a fire, like a smoke kitchen fire here, and uh, and I don't think much of it. You know, I go on sometime during the week. My girlfriend has a has a weird dream right later on in the week mm-hmm. about a fire truck out on our roof in the sky, hmm. and uh, she does some research, and it turns out that there was a fire in our building, and a firefighter died in it. So when I looked in the mirror and I saw the face that was damaged I think I was seeing him and the noise I heard all night was crackling fire yeah and then the fire trucks the next morning right after oh shit so I definitely got connected to that bro that's the thing like yo psychedelics will align you with shit like that yeah like it definitely brings the light out bro like it's crazy yeah right it's crazy that's nuts though that's a good story no definitely you were saying something too before I went and told that um Remember. Now we're just saying uh, psychedelics, oh, yeah, light and orbs being like a. Oh yeah, no, because you were talking about energy and the physical, and I was just saying that yeah, I th- I think that might be why uh, yeah, it freaks you out to look in the mirror because you just remind yourself you're like oh shit, like I'm this like thing. 
because I don't feel any of this when I'm tripping. I'm just like, I just feel like I'm just like a floating like head. I yeah, know. I know, right? Yeah. You, the way you can, uh, right, you don't really need floating to. Floating brain. Like, I just have you ever, have you experienced telepathy or anything? What's that? While tripping? Uh, like nonverbal communication? Yes. yes. But words involved? Yeah, yeah bro. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, yeah. What's the newest ink? Shit. The last two I got was this one, like the silhouette of these two people hugging each other, and Casper. Casper the Friendly Ghost. Yes, sir. Mm. Marsh got... Davis is covered in tattoos because <laughs> people can't actually see us. Um, he's just like such a pure being, and it's like no matter how shitty like his brothers were to him, or like no matter how scared people were of him, he would always just try to like make them understand. Yeah, it's that. a beautiful thing. Yeah, I fuck with that approach, so it's cool. Absolutely. Crime pays. What is that? Just fucking it's what it truth, says. Yeah. It's the truth, unfortunately. It's got crime pays on his ribs. It's kind of hidden, though, you know? Like, kind of like... A little sneaky. Yeah. Like a little strap right there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah brother. Who are some locals that you would say everybody should keep an eye on right now? Um, E, definitely. Like, 2112E... AKA EN1K, um, Love for sure, um, Young Breeze, Maestro, and then honestly, like, bro, I think the best rapper from this area, deadass, is uh, Honcho Bands. Honcho I listen Bands. to the, yeah, he's, the he's freestyle sick. that he he's, posted. He's yeah. back down in, um, he's down in Florida right now, but as far as the area goes, yeah, those, those heads, and there's a bunch of, uh, there's a bunch of kids that are, like, making noise and shit, but. We're trying to put it all together. Yeah, yeah, facts, bro. Yeah, he was in the uh, one of the articles that I read. They're saying it's just not fair when March. That was the quote when March Davis and Honcho Bands team up and. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, whenever. Yeah, Vermont hip hop. Or oh yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, shout yeah. out to Vermont hip hop too. That fool is like sick. Yeah, right. Somebody's got to do it, bro. He's like the only thing. one doing it too. Yeah. No, and he's like he's really good at what he does. I I, I appreciate his shit. Yeah, he's dope. Facts. I don't even know who that. I don't even know who runs that. I just call him for my hip hop. <laughs> somebody out there. Yeah, somebody. Yeah. Shout out to him. All right, it's March Davis and Blue Coyote brother. Thank you for coming out. Yes, sir. Thank you. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. That was a good time. Yes, sir. Absolutely, we'll be. We'll have to do another one with the, the whole, the yep. whole gang and shit. Yeah, we'll get twenty one twelve in here. Yes, sir. Um, keep an eye out for the projects from yep. everybody around here, Vermont, West Mass. Yep. It's all love. That's the Blue Coyote. Yes, sir.